time between Yom Teruah and Yom Kippur. Okay, so we have uh, done what the book said, right? We have rejoiced and celebrated uh, Yom Teruah, and now we're headed towards Yom Kippur. Uh, and there's a, a, a time in between. We're going to talk about that today. And it gets deep. It gets very personal um, because a lot of times in in our former walk or in, in Christianity, you know, you got to have a closer walk. Wasn't that a song? Hand walk with Jesus or something like that? Closer walk with Jesus. Okay. Closer walk with thee? Thee. Okay. Okay. So we're going to look at that today. We're going to see where I walk at today. Um, it's a very uh, unique time, a serious time, a good time. Um, but Yah establishes his Moedim, his festivals, in a particular order and fashion. And we got to look at that. And then once again, as we've been doing uh, during our repenting process, I got to look at who? Gotta, I got to look at me. I can, If I want to, I can make a bunch of excuses and, and blame her back there. I can make up a bunch of excuses and, and blame somebody at the job. I can go back and say, man, that one coach, he messed me over. He ruined my life. But we have to be adults. We have to look at ourselves. Before we get started, Rita, let me get uh, Romans 15, five, uh, 15, 3, and 4. Brother, let me get Yochanan or John 6, 44 through 45. Then, brother, while he's reading John, you go ahead and give me Acts 24 and 14. No, not you. You just, you know, tell them because I, I know you'd be helping them. I know you'd be helping them. Three and four. Get our staple verses in before we get rolling. Got to have something to stand on now. <laughs> For even Hamashiach pleased not himself, uh -huh. but as it is written. As it was what? As it is written, mm -hmm. the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. Mm. For whatsoever things were written aforetime mm -hmm. were written for our learning. Written for our what? Our learning. Okay. That we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. We might have what? Might have hope. So if people that, that say, man, I ain't got no hope, well, you need this in your life. So if you really want to get off crack, you need this in your life. If you want to get yourself together, you got to, if you, <laughs> I ain't, you do, there, there's hope for you. But you have to want the prescribed medicine. Go ahead, brother. No one is able to come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, uh -huh. and I shall raise him up in the last day. It has been written. In it has the, been what? It has been written mm. in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by Yah. Mm. Everyone then who has heard from the Father and learned comes to me. Comes to who? Me. Mm. So we got to go to him. We talked about this a couple weeks ago that when we're in this repenting process, you got to get all the children of Israel had to meet at the door. And we fast forward. Yahshua's like, I'm the door. So we got it. We have to go to the door. Just like in that covenant and the covenant we in, we got to get to the door. Uh, go ahead, brother. Acts 24 and 14. Go ahead and read 14 and 15 too. But this I confess unto thee, uh -huh. that after the way, which they call heresy. They call it what? Heresy. Mm. So worship I, the um, Yah of my fathers, mm -hmm. believing all things which are written in the law and the prophets. Which are what? Written in the law and the prophets. Which are what? Written in the law and the prophets. That's a, that's a, that's a New Testament too, ain't it? Mm. Have mercy. Go ahead. 
and have hope towards Yah, which they themselves also allow, mm. that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and unjust. Of the who? Just and unjust. So everybody got to get up. But didn't he just read that everybody, you got to go to him? Not Aaron, but you got to go to him? <laughs> so everybody, alive, dead, right, wrong, you got to get up and you got to come to the door. Period. Go ahead and finish that up. Is this it? That's it. Okay. Thank you, brother. So I turn to Luke 21. We'll start in verse 35, Luke 21, 35. Hallelujah, we'll never get there. This will be a day where people that are note takers, you're going to be happy. People that like to take notes and go back throughout the week, it's going to be an exciting day for you today. People that don't like taking notes and don't like a lot of bar, I mean verses, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Y'all sip and said bars, then, yeah. Well, I mean, really, the word is bar music. Though. I mean, Psalms is music, I mean, you know. But anyway, it's another conversation. All right, Luke 21, verse 35, and it reads, For as a snare shall it, it, uh, shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth, watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. So this is a goal for all the saints. It's a goal for the saints. Not a goal for the wicked, but it's a goal for the righteous. To be able to escape all these things and stand before the Son of Man. Okay, so before we get rolling there, we got to rewind. We got to rewind it. We got to go back. Okay, we got to go back uh, before we can go forward. All right? All right, if you do not know or don't know where you come from, it's difficult to determine where you are. It's even more difficult to plan where you are going. So if you don't know where you come from, probably don't know where you are, and it's even harder to go forward. Okay, Joseph Lowry, I don't know the dude. Okay, uh, that's my my disclaimer is I don't know him. I just like the quote. Okay, so if he's something crazy, look, don't attach me to the brother. I don't know him. It's just a good a good quote. If you don't know where you come from. It's difficult to determine where you are. It's even more difficult to plan where you are going. Okay. So we have to go back. We've got to go back to Shemot or to Exodus. And in the Exodus uh, 3 and 18, they shall hearken to my voice. Thou shalt come, thou and the elders of Israel, unto the king of Egypt. You shall say unto him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, hath met with, met with us. And now let us go, we pray thee, three days journey into the wilderness that we may what? Sacrifice to the Lord our God. Uh, obviously, this is making a reference to uh, eventual what? Passover. Right? So this is something that's taking place in the first month. We're in the seventh month. So why would we go back here? Well, we kind of need to get an understanding. And, and I was telling my wife this morning... You know, that you, you look at stuff, we, we, we see stuff, and it's like, man, I completely missed that. But it wasn't really for me to kind of gather at that time. But today it was. So all praise to Yah. Uh, into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. So um, it was very known early in Shemot and Exodus, the purpose of Yah for the children of Israel. For the Hebrews was to do what? Go into the wilderness that they may what? Sacrifice. 
Okay, real simple. All right, another example, another reference. Shemot 5 and 1, or Exodus 5 and 1, and afterward Moshe and Aaron came and said unto the Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. Right, right, the Chagi. Right, so I got it highlighted there in, uh, in the Hebrew there for you. Vayichog, uh, Vayichogu, uh, okay, to hold a feast. Feast, well, once again, to sacrifice, worship. Okay, this is what Yah, this is, I, I'm pulling you out that you may worship. Another example, Shemot, or Exodus 7, 6, and 16. Thou shalt say unto him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me unto thee, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness, and behold, hitherto thou hast not hearkened. So we have serve, right, which is avad, avad, which means to serve. So we have, and you're highlighted there, we have vayavadu enu. Do ni, sorry. Do ni, my bad. So, do ni, right? To serve or to serve me. Serve me in the wilderness. Another example, Shemot 8.24. And Pharaoh said, I will let you go that you may sacrifice, that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far away, uh, uh, go very far away and treat for me or pray for me. Okay, so we have four verses in Exodus before they come out on uh, what Yah's plan was. Was that they was to come out and to sacrifice, to hold a feast, and to serve. Okay? Now, I've always said this, that Yah pulled them out as a what? See if I might remember. Army. Okay? Right? That he pulled them out as an army. Okay? And when we look at Shemot 5 and 4, or 7 and 4, Exodus, but Pharaoh will not hearken unto you. I will lay my hand upon Egypt, bring forth my host. Now, most of our translations, uh, especially if you're a KGVite, like myself, uh, which I don't really care, but it's just whatever. If I got some, I just, I got it. I ain't going to be doing a bunch of switching. Uh, it's like I got me a woman, I ain't going to, so I, I got her, I got her. Okay? I got her. I ain't going nowhere. I got me a little cat, the cat ain't going nowhere. Okay? Alright. Uh, bring forth my host. A lot of trans translations say armies. And when I and when you see that, you kind of get to thinking in the word, you like armies, and you're thinking about, you know, going out and fighting and things like that. But in Exodus three, five, seven, and eight, that ain't what he said. They're gonna come out, they're gonna sacrifice, they're gonna worship, serve, hold a feast. So the Hebrew word there is et zabotai. Okay, host. Like the host of stars. A whole bunch of them. So Yah's purpose was for the people to come out and to worship. Okay. In Exodus 12 and 2, this month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to who? You. Exodus 12 and 2. So, what did Yah do? What did he establish? Yah established ceremonies. He established a ceremonial time and laws first. 
We just, we just read them. Yah established ceremonial time and laws first. Ceremonies. To hold a feast. To what? What feast would that be? Passover. Unleavened bread, right? We got, we got, we got coffee. We got coffee back there. We got, got to have your mind sharp today. Stuff going to fly over your head. So y'all established ceremonial time and laws first. Okay? There are three distinctions of laws within Torah. Three distinctions of laws within Torah. Ceremonial. Uh, Passover. Unleavened bread. Shavuot. Pentecost. Uh, burnt offering. Peace offering. Sin offering. Okay? Ceremon cer ceremonies. Sukkot. Um, uh, uh, ceremonial. Okay? Pr things you rehearse. Then we have civil. Civil aspects of Torah. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. If you have a uh, bull and your bull, my bull goes off in Brother Aaron's yard and, 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 and tears up his uh, uh, greens and mess up his greens and his, and his stuff, there are civil laws part of your Torah. Follow me? Okay. Then we have moral, right? I, uh, don't sleep with your mama. Okay? Don't go into your father's uh, bed. Don't uh, uh, don't mess with your sister. Okay, moral laws. So there, so there are three aspects of Torah, and which, so which one did he establish first? Exodus twelve and two. This should be the first of months for you to do what? Keep the Passover, unleavened bread. Right, that's first. So we see that Yah established ceremonial time and laws first in the Nisan or the Aviv. So the first priority was to establish worship among Israel. The first purpose was to establish worship among Israel. The first purpose was to establish worship amongst Israel. It's a people in a bad place. They're in a house of bondage. They're serving under hard rigor. And he had to come and get them and forcefully bring them out. So the first thing to establish was the ceremonies. Things to rehearse in him. To come and sacrifice Right to come and to uh, close your eyes to come and sacrifice in three eighteen five one hold a feast seven sixteen they may serve me Exodus eight twenty four sacrifice so the first purpose even though I I can I can see that Zephaot but that ain't really what it means Jeremy you have to see the bigger picture so that happened. But that didn't happen until who? Yehoshua. Because they crossed over and they kept the Pesach. And you won't believe after they kept Pesach, the walls fell at Jericho. This first bunch was some knuckleheads. They were up and down. They were us. Emotional, 
erratic, uh, worried about religion, worried about all kind of piddle paddle riffraff stuff. Um, so the first first part was to establish worship amongst Israel. Really, let me get uh, Yochanan or John four uh, uh, twenty three through twenty four. Now we do we see that in the in, in the text there that the, the purpose the first the first priority was to establish uh, worship. But the hour cometh uh-huh. and now is mm-hmm. when the true worshippers the shall true what true worshippers the true what true worshippers uh-huh. shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. For the Father seeketh such to he worship. He what? He seeketh such. He's seeking. Mm-hmm. Look, look how long he's been seeking. Mm. Look at that. Look at this. That they may sacrifice. I, I'm trying to pull you out of prison that you may worship me. Mm. Go ahead, brother. The, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. Uh-huh. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yah is a what? He is a spirit. Mm-hmm. They must, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Thank you, brother. So, how does this spirit, this relationship between these people who clearly are not in a good place, when we came out of the world, in whatever aspect, whether you was down the street or you was hip deep in religion, whatever aspect, you bringing a lot of stuff with you. Right, so how does this spirit, this creator, have this relationship with these people? How are they going to serve and worship him? So the ceremonies, they are intertwined with harvest cycles. Right? When you have your Pesach, this is the beginning of what harvest? Barley. Barley harvest. Right? Okay? Then when we get time for Shavuot, that's the what harvest? Wheat harvest. But it's also holy days and set apart time. So Yah in his wisdom says, I'm going to start y'all off worshiping me. And I'm going to make it to where when you bring a harvest to me or you bring fruit. When you bring fruit to me. When you bring fruit to me. Well, you know what? I, I, I ain't no farmer. Well, me neither. But we're still supposed to bring fruit today, right? What fruit are you supposed to bring? Love, joy, peace. Love. So see how see how cold see how cold Mosai is. So it don't matter the era of time. You still have to bring fruit to me. You still have to watch. So the first thing he established was uh, uh, ceremonial time and laws first intertwined with harvest cycles because we are still following the ceremonies today. We're not bringing you know. Fruit. We're not bringing actual wheat. Right? Does that, does that make sense? Okay. Alright, so the ceremonies are intertwined with the harvest cycles. Brother, let me get Luke 10 and 2. Get Luke 10 and 2, Rita. Then he said to them, uh-huh. the harvest indeed is great. The what? The harvest indeed is great. Mm. But the workers but the workers are few. Therefore pray 
the master of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. The masters of the master of who? The master of the harvest. Of the harvest. So it's always been about uh, the people. Always been about the people. Okay. All right. Now, so we know that. So now we can fast forward. So ceremonial worship established first, and it was the first of months for you. Now, just because it's the first of months for you doesn't mean it's the first month in time. Say it again. Just because it's the first month for you doesn't mean it's the first month in time. Doesn't mean it's chronological. It's the first month for you. I'm pulling you out. So, okay, I see some light bulbs popping. So just because it's the first of months for you doesn't mean, so when we talk about time within a what? Time. time. Only y'all can do that. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to go on fast forward. So now we fast forward to the where we are now, right? The Bachadesh HaShafi'i, the seventh month. We're in the seventh month now. Okay? In the seventh month, we are in this gap in time. We waited for the first day, which was the symbolic of the crescent, the sliver. Right? And from the first day to the tenth day, the first day is the what? Yom what? And you were instructed to do what? Shout. Blow. What else? Make, make loud noise. What else? Praise. Okay, what else? Convocate. What else? Blow. We've already been said. What else? What else? So there's so many, there's so many blank spots. It's almost like when you're waiting for this sign in the heaven. You're waiting for it. You don't know when. I think it's somewhere in the New Testament that no man knows the day or the... You just, you know, you just watch it. You're just waiting. There's no other month, there's no other feast where we are to observe for the first day. Passover is what day? 14th day. Unleavened bread? 15th day. Shavuot, what, third month? You're supposed to count how many? Count how many? 50, seven Shabbats, and then add one. But this is the only time of the year where he wants you to, on the first day, and when we're going by the Shemaim in the heavens, we have this, this time, this unique time, where we have the crescent from the first spot of it. That's where your watchmen come in. I know in our time, people got Google, they got NASA, they got all this other kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm a watchman. Man, hush your mouth. These people was doing stuff, and they ain't have all the stuff we got. I'm talking about the, well, one of the sons of Issachar, observing the what? When the times? I need you, brother. I need to shout it out now. Got to be at the room. Don't the, yeah, well, I had that side, that side, that side look. I had that sideways look. Uh, the first day through the tenth day. So where, so the moon, I did my best to find a picture of the moon on, on its tenth day. Okay, because as we get to the middle of the month, it should be a full moon. Okay, so, uh, so through this crescent to the tenth day, we have a very unique time. Okay, we have the Teruah to Kippur, through the, to, to this time in between. So you start off with your shofar. Okay. You start off shouting and 
doing all this stuff, blowing, not a lot of instructions, just to shout, to celebrate, right? Which we did on the first day. That's what we did, right? We shouted, we celebrated, what people coming together, having a good time, right? The convocation, to celebrate, celebration, you right? And then in that, right, letting it out, shouting it out. So we remember to remember, right? So, uh, brother, give me a uh, 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 uh 23, I think 24. That should be Leviticus 23 and 24. I forgot to put the English up here. Sorry. Um, but um, so we have the um, the Bear El Bene Israel Lemor Bochodesh Hashvi'i Baichad Lachadosh. So on the first, right, in Ya Ya Yeh Yeh. Uh, Lechem, and we have these, we talked about the other day, the Shabbaton, holy, super set apart, right, Zikron, to remember, uh, Zikron, um, I'm sorry, a memorial, and then the Teruah, to may have your shout, your Teruah, go ahead and get that, brother. Speak unto the children of Israel, uh-huh. saying, in the seventh month, in the what? In the seventh month, uh-huh. in the first day of the month, in the what day? First day of uh-huh. the month, shall ye have a Sabbath. A memorial of blowing of trumpets uh-huh. and holy convocation. Mm. So that's what uh, we 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 remember to remember, right? You just not not line instructions. Just remember to remember. Okay, remember to blow. Remember to shout. Y'all come together. I think maybe in twenty five, I might say about a, uh, offering a fire, but just just mainly just remember. Okay, so when we remember to remember, all right, success. Good job. Good job. Okay, we got got it right. We got it right. Okay. Now, um, Chet. Chet is numerically eight. And it's a Hebrew letter eight. It's a Hebrew letter. Uh, the numerical value is eight. It's synonymous with living and to live. If uh, we were to do like a prayer in Hebrew, blessing wine or Yahshua took the bread, he broke and he blessed it, you know, um, you know, Lachaim to life. So that letter is uh, used a lot to describe life. Um, so, have the first day and the tenth day, that's two days, and you got how many days in between? Eight. Okay, eight. So, in this unique time, no, we're past it, but in this unique time, all right, you have, a, you have eight days. You got one, two days that are holy, right? Day one, day ten, and you got these eight, right? And uh, another aspect of chet is grace, mercy. Proverbs 3 and 22, I got it up here on the screen for you. So, so shall they be, brother, let me get, uh, look at, go, go to this. I meant to put 21. Look at look at 21 for me. Uh, so shall they be life unto thy soul and grace unto thy neck. Now, life, I got it highlighted in the yellow and green, is chayim, but I have that same letter ket. Okay, and then grace, grace, an ornament of grace about your neck, ket. Okay, again, so the vechen, Okay, we have the ket in those letters twice, one for life, one for grace. You, you got that? Three and two. Yeah, go ahead. Read, read that for me. My son, let uh, who? My son, uh-huh. let not them depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. Let them not what? 
um, let them not depart from thine eyes. Let them not depart. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about the instructions of the wisdom of Yah, Torah, it is a, like his life and his grace. Okay. So uh, saying that, when we when we look at that, um, we go from to as beginning into the Day of Atonement, it begins to get somber. Okay. We begin to get quiet. Things slow down. Uh, don't eat nothing. Don't drink nothing. Afflict yourself. Um, this is the time when the high priest does what? He goes behind the he goes behind the veil. How many times a year does he do that? One time. He goes in there to one. He has to atone for who? Himself first, then for the people. So when we get to uh, atonement, um, you know, we have to follow a certain protocol. Right? We got to make sure we straight. Right? And we got families, wives, husbands, kids, cousins, friends that in, in some aspects we don't even under, we're going to get into this, but we don't have a full grasp on what's going on up there. Because you won't believe this. On earth as it is in. On earth as it is in. So whatever standard is up there is the same standard as down here. Whether or not we participate. Whether or not I'm in the shake junk. It don't matter what you're doing. It don't matter. Time is going on. With or without us. So we have the atonement where things get somebody slow down and you gotta have folks is in anatomy, you know what that is, it is inside that inside that artery, ain't it? Them, them red blood cells carrying what? Oxygen. So you can what? Breathe. So the high priest, the, the Kohen Hagadol could would only go in one time and you can't go in without. Gotta have it. And for on earth, when the Ark of the Covenant was on earth, this was the throne of somebody. This was somebody between the wings. I will meet with you. Between the cherubim on the, the covering. I will meet with you right there. Now Moses, you tell Aaron, you only come in here one time. You come in here any other time. Outside of that time, you're dead. You understand that? So this is so important. You only come in here one time, and you better have some blood on earth as it is in. So the priest had to go through a process. Y'all shout, you blow, you come together, you make this a high shabbaton. Then there's atonement. So we'll look at the time in between. Uh, Leviticus 23 and 26, I got that for you. How be it on the 10th day of this seventh month, it is the day of atonement. There should be a holy convocation unto you, and you shall afflict your souls. You shall bring an offering made by fire unto Yahweh. And this atonement is uh, uh, Ha Kippurim. Ha Kippurim, when we say Yom Kippur, the Ha Kippurim. And when we talk about uh, this, 
we have to go back again. So we're going to go back to Genesis. I got up here for you. Bereshit 6 and 14. Yah told uh, Noah, or Noah, make the ark of gopher wood with rooms. Shalt thou make the ark, thou shalt pitch within. Thou shalt pitch it within. Thou shalt pitch it within. No, we had a, we talked about some, we talked about the walls coming down a couple weeks ago, didn't we? But those walls were walls within us. Our walls that we built up from within. So this word pitch means kafar. It's the root word where we would get the atonement, the kippur, or the kippurim. So Yah put this, and he said, hey man, you're going to make this huge ark, and you're going to put pitch, you're going to take this pitch and cover all the inside of this huge, and, it, and when you, we might have to do that every summer, go up to Kentucky to go to that museum. If you went, you know that was, that was off chain. But it, it, it gives you a perspective. That thing is huge. One is why I see why it took so long. This thing is huge. So within this huge arc, you to cover it within first. Then you cover without. So you are to kafar or to cover within first. I'll say it again. You are to cover within first. You got a teacher. Yahshua. He said, look, outside, y'all look good. Y'all white and velvet, y'all look good. On the inside, it's full of iniquity and dead man bones. So when it comes to this time of atonement, it's about covering your inside first. How do we know that? Well, for everything's written the time, written for my learning. Because this ark is synonymous with what? Death. Judgment. Don't come begging now. Don't come hollering now. Because there was a day when the uh, waters came from on high and on low. So in regards to the ark, you had to pitch within it first. Then you had to pitch on the outside. So Yah's going to take care of us. He's going to build us from the inside first. Because there will be that. So, we, so in other words, when Yahshua come, the New Testament is like, look, hey, you're going to change in a moment. Like that. <coughs> Just as he is, shall you be when he appears. So whatever is on the outside, that falls off. Because something's already in here. Thou shalt pitch it within. He works from within. First. Got some sport people in here, you know. Football, you got to have a good offensive, defensive line. Basketball, have some big guys around the rim, can rebound and block shots, dunk. Within first, outside later. Because the outside going to be real quick. Because you'll look just like him. But on the inside, that's going to be some time. You need to go through this cycle. I go through this cycle quite a bit. So the word kafar, which is here, means to, to pitch. So when it comes to the, the atonement, Someone is covering you from within. It means to cover you. And he used uh, blood. Whose blood did he use? But there's no temple. There's no tabernacle on earth. What you talking about, Father? Ain't no temple, ain't no tabernacle. But the book said that he entered into a tabernacle not made with human 
hands. Oh, you mean up there in the Shemaim in heaven. I wonder when would he do that? Oh, during this time. Oh, wow. 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 So see, pride, arrogance, you know, he wants us to humble ourselves all the way down because you're not where you should be. And you have to know it. You have to know it. So in his mercy, I'm going to cover you. Well, why? Well, they had to cover this ark. Because my, dis my decision was made. I'm going to flood the entire planet. The only survivors will be covered by pitch. Inside and outside. I, made, I, done, made, I done made my mind up. When I look, I get my mom mad when I was a kid. Do something crazy, something. That's why I, when I see my kids, man. I shake my head because I know I did that. I do some of my mom be so mad. She'd be like, look, you ain't going outside. That's one thing you can tell a kid. Then, I don't know about now because folks want to be inside playing video games all day. But um, then going outside, riding the bike, throwing the ball, making up games, whatever, that was, that was what it was. So when my mom would be like, hey, man, you can't go outside. I'd be at the door with a little puppy dog face. That screen door. I don't care what you're doing. You ain't going outside. And then the famous phrase, don't mention it out your mouth. Don't even mumble it. Don't let the words come out your mouth. Her decision was made. You're not going outside. So during this time period from Tupua to atonement in the heavenly realm, decisions will be made. Period. Period. So the time from Teruah to atonement, traditions causes the days of awe. Okay, the dark days of awe. A lot of people, because um, obviously we have to be fair when we talk about our scriptures or the scriptures, you're going to have Christianity and Judaism. So people who practice Judaism, people who, who are Tanakh-only, so some of his life are Tanakh-only, don't believe in Yeshua, not just Tanakh-only, okay? And like I said, one brother was one of my Hebrew teachers, and I told him years ago, I said, man, I know you, I, I know, <laughs> like, I know you don't believe this, but I'm just telling you, uh, the way your mind is, the way you go in this word, brother can, like, calling out history dates, like I got to do a screen. He just come off the top of his head. I said, man, you're like, a, you're like a Shaul, man. And I hope, you know, that he'll turn you. I mean, I don't want to offend you because I know you don't believe that. But when it comes to that tonight, we'll be going in. So people of that, this is when they're doing their repenting very hard during these 10 days. So people, you got different groups, different sections. Some people are really repenting hard now leading up to the Yom Kippur. Now, I had been taught this, I thought it was a good teaching too, honestly, to go to full 40 days. As I got to study in uh, Hebrew, you realize 40 is synonymous with time and a season. 40 can also mean for water. I mean, I'm going to go into the day, but uh, we're to be washed by the water of the word. 
Someone's going to come and wash us. And that time or a season, long or short, can be synonymous for 40. So we're still in our repenting process. So just because we've celebrated the Teruah, we ain't done repenting. And we're not done. And we're not done self-reflect. We're not, we're, we haven't got to the finish line. We haven't got to the end game. I ain't talking about Thanos. I ain't talking about Captain America. We ain't got to the end game. We have not got there yet. We have not got to the Yom Kippur. We have not got to the covering. Because decisions are being made in the Shamim about you. About me. Family members. Right? We had a family member on my wife's side. Just lost a baby. Just now. If y'all makes decisions on, if, if I knew you in the womb, then I knew it was your time to go to the grave. So when we're going to look at some verses. We're talking about judgment. We have to apply that to the seasons that it would fit with. The last 10 days of the 40 days are for repentance. Like I say, this traditionally called the days of our uh, some people in Judaism, some people who do not believe in Mashiach at all. I'm talking about black people, Israelites, Tanakh only. They're probably repenting very hard right now. Okay, because of the season or the time. Okay, um, on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, um, help me out. Y'all say the Lord's prayer. Y'all just start off. Just, 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 just start off. Stop what? Say what? Thy kingdom come. Where? Okay. As it is where? In so we have prayed this, we've said this, we've begged this, and we don't know what in the world we're saying. It's heavy. On earth, as, your will be done on the Eretz as is in the Shamaim. You ask for it, you're going to get it. So the saints should be waiting on the civil establishment of the Torah. So we had to rewind. What happened in Exodus? There was the ceremonial establishment. How do we know that? Because <laughs> he said it. They're going to come out in the wilderness to serve me. They're going to come out in the wilderness to sacrifice to me. They're going to come out in the wilderness to hold a feast to me. They're going to come out to the wilderness to sacrifice to me. We had four verses. So the ceremonies were established first. Ceremonial law, ceremonial time. How do we know a ceremonial time? This is the first of months for you. And the Aviv or the Nisan on the 14th day you will keep the Lord's Passover. So the saints, because if, if I would say, who's a saint? Raise your hand. Everybody, hands going up. So the saints should be waiting on this civil establishment of Torah. You just got through blowing and shouting and hollering and screaming. And that was it. That was all your instructions. You know, on the 10th, there's a day of judgment. Judgment so deep, you got to be covered by blood. You got to be covered. If the same covering is as potent as in Noah's time, i got to cover you inside and out. So we have human outcomes uh, with divine intervention. Human outcomes, divine intervention. So there are human outcomes in life where there is divine intervention. Right? 
divine intervention and it dictates or has an influence on different human outcomes. There are some things for humans we just do. You just messed up. Okay? Sometimes, sometimes we're too quick to say, man, hey, the most I did this. Or we're too quick to say, man, that old devil. No, it was just you, bro. No, just your choice. <laughs> that was you. But but we but there are there is divine intervention, uh, the intervention with human outcomes. Okay, there are heavenly meetings about mankind. There are heavenly meetings about mankind. Okay, if you, you can turn that, and you can get some. That's okay. I see you wiping. Look, I sit and suffer for you. I love you. I sit and suffer and sweat because I done done it before. I had some good training, suffering and sweating. Hot day, in the middle of August. Little sister said, if you wear this, it'll match. It'll. So, okay. I do that. I was walking down the hall. I done, I done passed. I said, what kind of pastor is this? He done fainted? Walking down? Can he, can he hold himself up? The man needs some water? Sweating all over the place? They folks had to drag it. They had, they had to drag him out of there. What kind of, what kind of, what kind of mess y'all done jumped in? <laughs> anyway, so the saints should be waiting on the civil establishment. So the way... Ceremonials and look how powerful it was when it comes to the ceremonies. Yah came and he attacked Egypt with what? Plagues, signs, wonders. Well, what about the civil establishment? How potent will that be? I wonder is that why it's prophesied about somebody coming back with a rod in their hand or the fierceness of their face? See, a lamb came one time. Line coming next time, and, he, and when that first, what they said, that, that was powerful. Now, that shook the whole world, or shook Egypt's world. I'm sorry, but it was so powerful. People in Jericho knew about it. What did people in Jericho say? They said, "Man, when we heard y'all was coming, our mightiest men, their heart melted, because we knew that your God was coming with you." Let's turn to Second Chronicles uh, 18. Second Chronicles 18. So we have to establish that. Fill in the blank. Your little name is being discussed in the Shemaim. Your little bitty name, okay, is being discussed. We're not going to read this whole chapter, but I, I would recommend that uh, you guys read Second Chronicles 17 through 19, the, the, the chapters. We're going to look specifically at 18 for a, a specific uh, point, uh, 18 and 1. Now, Jehoshaphat had riches and honor and abundance and joined affinity with Ahab. Who was Ahab? Evil king of Israel. Was that the north or the south? North, ten tribes or the three tribes? Ten. ten. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, 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 just trying, just, just trying, just trying to do a little teaching. Still in school now. So joined affinity with Ahab, and after certain years, he went down to Ahab to Samaria, and Ahab killed sheep and oxen for him in abundance, and for the people that he had with him, and persuaded him to go up with him to Ramoth Gilead. So Ahab or uh, Jehoshaphat is is an Ahab, you know. We're not to be unequally yoked. That's in our scriptures, not to be unequally yoked. 
So we have two a divided nation, two kings, two purposes, two different governments, two different types of ruling, and we're trying to we're trying to make it work. Like man, like that's my brother, man. Right? There's some people that you know. You say, man, that's my brother, but you know they foul, they wicked, they foul mouth, they you know, and we still try to join ourselves to them. Right? There are people who are not right, but because of you know family ties or blood, we try to join ourselves to them. Okay? Ahab, the king of Israel, verse three, then Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah. Without going into Ramath Gilead, and he answered him, I am as thou art, see? I am as thou art, and my people as thy people, and we will be with thee in war. And we do that. We, we adjoin ourselves to uh, allegiances that we probably shouldn't adjoin ourselves to, right? Trying to keep it real. Uh, and Jehoshaphat said unto thee, The king of Israel, inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Therefore the king of Israel gathered together the prophets 400 men and said to them, Shall we go to war with Ramath Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for God will deliver it into the king's hand. Okay? Into the king's hand. Now what they said was, God will, de God will deliver. So when he said, they said God will deliver, that just means Elohim. It didn't say Lord in all caps. It didn't say Yahuwah. It just said Elohim. So Jehoshaphat, being from the southern no, we do honor the law, statutes, and commandments. Northern kingdom, nah. Jehoshaphat said, is there not a prophet here of Yahuwah? We see that? Verse 5, it says, they said, and they said, go up for Elohim will deliver into the king's hand. Verse 5, so Jehoshaphat heard it. Uh, okay, you got any prophets of Yah around here though? The king of Israel said unto him, Jehoshaphat, there is yet one man but whom we may inquire of Yahuwah, but I hate him, for he never prophesied good unto me, but always evil. The same is Micaiah, the son of Imlah. And Jehoshaphat said, let not the king say so. So, um, we'll scroll down here. Let's scroll down to 13. And Micaiah said, as the Lord liveth, even what my Elohim saith, that will I speak. And when he was come to the king, the king said to Micaiah, Shall we go up to Ramath Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And he said, Go ye up and prosper, and they shall be delivered into your hand. The king said unto him, How many times shall I adjure thee, that thou say nothing but the truth to me in the name of Yahuwah? So he adjured him, right? Ain't that what they did to somebody? Wasn't somebody getting crucified for you? They had to have their blood shed like he got used that same blood here in a couple of days. So I adjure you. Are you the son of the living Elohim? Yes or no? You got to answer. Okay? And he said, as you say it, so it be. Um, verse 16, then he said, I did see all Israel scattered upon the mountains as sheep that have no shepherds. So now he's prophesying. Now he's seeing the vision. And Yahweh said, These have no master. Let them return, therefore, every man to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he would not prophesy good unto me, but evil? Again he said, Therefore, hear the word of Yah. I saw the Lord sitting upon the throne and all the host of heaven, standing on his right hand on the left. And the Lord said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramath Gilead? So we have a scenario on earth being discussed in Yah's boardroom. The meeting room. I'm just trying to put it to where we can kind of, you know. A meeting room about something particular happening on earth. 
One spake after this manner, and another saying after that manner. So they're in a meeting in heaven. Talking about Ahab, and, and, and how do we get Ahab to remask Gilead? And you got all these angels. Who, who, I know, who, who, I know, who, who, I know. The divine world intervening in the earthly world. Verse 19. And the Lord said, Who shall entice Ahab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Ramath Gilead? One spoke again. One spake, saying, After this manner, other saying, After that manner. And there came a spirit out and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said, Upon to him wherewith. He said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him, and thou shalt also prevail. Go out and do even so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of these prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil against thee. So we'll stop right there. Like I said, you guys read the rest of it and also chapter uh, 19. Um, so we have a matter in heaven in Yah's boardroom, meeting room, being discussed about something down here. So just had to want to find a little, uh, some, some, some section on that. Bro, let me get James 4 and 12. Um, other bro, let me get Isaiah 9 and 6. Um, How many times have we, have we read that? I'm like, man, the folks in heaven, they're having a meeting for real. <laughs> Said the host of heaven, we're all on this side and all, and they all of them got suggestions. So what about when your name brought up? Mm. Mm. Oh, what your name ain't brought up? What bad position would I be in if my name ain't brought up? So your name being brought up. What is going on in the shaman? What, what decision is being made before we get this template month? Go ahead. There is one lawgiver. There is how many? One lawgiver. How many? One. Okay. There is one lawgiver who is able to save. He's able to do what? To save. Huh. And to destroy. Mm. Who art thou that judges another? Mm. Go ahead, brother. For a child is born unto us. Uh-huh. A son is given unto us. Uh-huh. And the rule is on his shoulder. The what? The rule is on his shoulder. One more time. The rule is on his shoulder. So the the rule, the government is on his shoulders. Go ahead. And his name is called Wonder Counselor. Uh-huh. Strong L. Mm. Father of Continuity. Mm -hmm. Prince of Peace. Mm. Sar Shalom, the Prince of Peace. So when will that be established? So we're waiting on that government the sovereignty we get the ceremonial now we're waiting on the civil Isaiah 33 and I got up here for you for the Lord is our judge our shapatenu our judge the Lord is our lawgiver okay machokenu machokenu our lawgiver right is that now what the brother read that's when James 4 and 12 the Lord is our king, our Malkanu, and he will save us, Yoshienu. 
So whoever this person is, is a judge, a lawgiver. But it was only one. He, he, he read it. He said it was only one. He didn't say it was two, three, four, five. He wasn't like LeBron up there. One, two, six, seven, eight. Just one. Y'all remember LeBron said that? We can, we, he, he got real. He said, we, we getting seven. We getting seven. Like, bruh, chill, relax. There's only one lawgiver. Then it says, the Lord, the master, is also the king, and he will save us. So we talked about during um, Teruah about the hidden king within your Torah. He's also a savior. But he's a king, he's a judge, he's a lawgiver. But there's a certain protocol he's going to follow. That's what we have to understand. a certain protocol in that he's going to follow. Um, these people were discussed in the heavenly realm. Just some more examples. Please write these down. Go back and read them for yourself. Gideon, Judges 6, 11 through 12. They talked about him where? In where? Heaven. Eov, Job 1, 6 through 12. They discussed him where? In heaven. Miriam, Luke 1, 26 through 45. The angel said, Behold, thou art found Mm. In where? Heaven. Shaul. Had a visitation, didn't he? He was discussed where? In where? Heaven. Cornelius. Your words, your prayers have been heard. In where? We've been talking about you in. So look at your neighbor. Neighbor. They're talking about you. In heaven. So these verses um, are just to kind of verify um, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And what do we realize about that daily bread? That they rejected it. They didn't want the bread, right? They didn't want it. They didn't want it in the wilderness. And then when the bread came down, the true bread came down from heaven. And it was the most, it was like almost like the most high's face. And they said, ah, I'd rather kill you. So here we are in the same boat. The next time is Moses went up the mountain. How many times did Moses go up the mountain? Two. How many times did he come down the mountain? Yahshua came down. And he went back up. So he came down how many times? One so far. So if he is like a prophet unto Moshe, he got to come down. Because Yahweh's word is not going to be, you know, it's not going to be a lie. It's not going to be void. He's going to come down twice. What will it be like? What will he establish? I wonder when the military come in, it ain't going to be pretty, is it? And Exodus 25 and 40, And see that thou make them after their pattern which is being shown to thee in the mount. Yah is talking to Moshe. 
So Moses, everything that I'm telling you, everything that you are making on earth as in, on earth as in, on earth as in. Okay, so, so Moshe is on the top of a mountain, but in a way, where is he? He's up in the heaven, getting instruction. Somebody else is in heaven, getting instruction. He said, look, my will is to do the will of the Father. Let's turn to uh, Hebrews 9. Hebrews 9. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead and read Hebrews 9, 1 through 14. Hebrews 9, 1 through 14. Let's everybody turn there. Just give a hallelujah. We'll never get to Hebrews 9 and 1. We'll be reading through 14. Now the first covenant indeed had regulations of worship in the earthly set-apart place. For a tent was prepared, the first part in which was the lampstand, and the table and the showbread, which is called the set-apart place. And after the second veil, the part of the tent which is called the most set-apart, to which belong the golden censer and the Ark of the Covenant overlaid on all sides with gold, in which were the golden pot that held the manna, and the rod of Aharon that budded, and the tables of the covenant. And above it the cherubim of steam were overshadowing the place of atonement, about which we do not now speak in detail. And these having been prepared like this, the priests always went into the first part of the tent, accomplishing the services. But into the second part, the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood. Not without what? Blood. Uh-huh. Which he offered for himself. He did what? He offered for himself. Uh-huh. And for sins of ignorance of the people. And for what? For sins of ignorance of the people. Mm. The set-apart spirit signifying this, that the way into the most set-apart place was not yet made manifest while the first tent was still standing. While it was what? While it was still standing. So the Ruach, which is a teacher, the Ruach was sent to do what? Guide us. Right? To guide us in all truth. So the Ruach, right, wasn't let loose like that while the first tabernacle was up. Okay, go ahead, brother. Keep reading. Which was parable which was a parable for the present time in which both gifts and slaughterings are offered which are unable to perfect the one serving as to his conscience. Mm -hmm. As to his what? Conscience. Mm. Only as to foods and drinks and different washings and fleshly regulations imposed until a time of setting matters straight. The time of what? Setting matters straight. The time of what? Setting matters straight. So there's a time coming. Well, somebody's going to set all things straight. Go ahead, brother. But Messiah, having become a high priest of the coming good matters. He became a what? A high priest. So as we speak, Yahshua HaMashiach is your high priest. Where? In heaven. Keep going. Through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation. Read it again. Through the greater and more perfect tent, uh -huh. not made with hands, mm. that is, not of this creation. So not on, not on this planet. Yes. It's somewhere else. Where would it be? In the Shemaim. In heaven. In the Shemaim. So 
the high priest, we scream and shout about, has to go into this holy of holies to cover us inside and out. But before you get to that tenth day, you got a time where there's meetings taking place with your name on it. Who lives, who dies. I don't know. See, now it get real serious now. It get real, real serious. Because we're just kind of following the book. We're following his seasons. And it's like, man, for Yom Teruah, it sure don't say much. You got a whole chapter on Passover. Chapters on Passover. When it comes to this, this is a time. Uh, go ahead. Entered into the most set apart place once mm -hmm. and for all. Not with the blood of goats and mm -hmm. calves, mm -hmm. but with his own blood, mm -hmm. having obtained everlasting redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the defiled, set apart for the cleansing of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of the Messiah, how much more what? How much more shall the blood of the Messiah, mm. who through the everlasting spirit offered himself unblemished to Elohim, Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living Elohim. That's heavy. And because of this, he is the mediator of a renewed covenant, mm -hmm. so that death, having taken place for redemption of the transgression under the first covenant, those who are called might receive the promise of the everlasting inheritance. The promise of what? Everlasting inheritance. So as he appears, so shall you be? Yeah. In that same chapter, look at verse 23. It says, It was therefore necessary that the patterns of these things in the heavens should be purified with these, but the heavenly things themselves be better sacrifices than these. But the heavenly things themselves be better sacrifices than these. For Mashiach is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true. So there's something up there that he did. Which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of Elohim for us. Uh, keep reading. Nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters to the holy place every year with blood for us. He did it one time. I don't, I don't want to make sense he's doing it like right now. He's done it once. Just like his open uh, shame. He's not going to do it again. For then he must have often have suffered since the foundation of the world, but now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. It is appointed unto men uh, once to die, but after this to judgment. So Mashiach was offered to bear the sins of many unto them that look for many that look for him, he shall appear the second time without sin unto his salvation. And when we get to the... Uh, seventh month we have to look up as we're just trying to get that right on that first day so someone has to come and establish something okay so we have uh and the high priest in shamaim right now we have a high priest in shamaim right now right there are decisions in heaven are being made where do we stand where do we stand Brother, uh, show me get Hebrews 7, 9 through 25. Hebrews 7, 9 through 25. 
as I may so say, Levi also who received the tithes paid tithes in Abraham. Uh -huh. For he was yet in the loins of his father when, Mel when Melchizedek met him. Mm -hmm. If therefore profession were by the Levitical priesthood, uh -huh. for under it the people received the law, mm -hmm. what further need was there that another priest should arise after the order of Melchizedek? Another what? Another priest mm -hmm. should arise after the order of Melchizedek, mm -hmm. and not be called after the order of Aharon. And not be called what? After the order of Aharon. So you got a Melchizedek, and then Aharon. Okay, go ahead. For the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also of the law. Say it again. For the priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also of the law. Uh-huh. For he of whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe, mm. of which no man gave attendance at the altar. All right there. So we understand that? That this man that they're talking about has nothing to do with Levi. Absolutely nothing. There was a king of Judah. can't remember his name right now. Who was a start off as a righteous king. Was probably doing too good. Got a little full of himself. Ran into the temple to do an offering. Right? And he got hit with what? Leprosy. That's not. This is this is our order, the sons of Aaron, not of Judah. Okay, go ahead. So read thirteen again. For he of whom these things are spoken pertains to another tribe, of which no man gave attendance at the altar. Uh huh. For it is evident that our Adonai sprang out of Yehuda. Out of who? Out of Yehuda. Out of who? Out of Yehuda. Uh huh. Of which tribe Moshe spake nothing concerning priesthood. Mm. And it is yet far more evident. For that after the similitude of Melchizedek. There ariseth another priest. There did what? Ariseth another priest. Okay. Who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment. But after the power of an endless life. The power of what? The endless life. Power of what? An endless life. Didn't he just read about uh, us getting this, this eternal gift? Mm-hmm. Keep going. For he testifieth, Thou art a priest forever, after the order of Melchizedek. Mm -hmm. For there is verily a, a disannulling of the commandment going before, for the weakness and unprofitableness thereof. For the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did. The bringing what? Bringing in of a better hope did. Mm. By the which we draw nigh unto Elohim. And we draw nigh unto Elohim, I think as he read in John 6. Right, that you cannot come to him unless he that sent me draws you. Go ahead. And inasmuch as not without an oath he was made priest. Mm. For those priests were made without an oath, but this with an oath. By him he said unto him, The Lord swear and will not repent. Mm -hmm. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Uh-huh. By so much was Yeshua made us surety of a better testament and they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death but this man because he continueth forever he does what continueth ever hath an unchangeable priesthood he has a what unchangeable priesthood huh. wherefore he is able also to save them he's able to do what to save them able to do what save them what does it say up here again for the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver, the Lord is our king. He will save 
Let's read that last part again, brother. Wherefore he is able also to save them Go ahead. to the uttermost that come unto Elohim by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Amen. So see how he, he worked it out for us. Where do we stand? Where, like, where do we really stand? I know we keep Shabbat and we change our eating and we dress cultural. and we, But where do we stand when the rubber meets the road? Where do we stand? Because the holiness that is in this book is pretty deep. We're far from it. You know, we're doing backflips over not eating pork. We're doing backflips over not eating pork. But this is this stuff is thick. It's heavy. King of righteousness, right? Melech Melchizedek, the king of righteousness. This phrase was, was used uh, in his Hebrews, what uh, Brother just read. Um, here, here, give me First uh, John 2 and 1. My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Yeshua Hamashiach, the righteous. And he is a propitiation for our sins. Mm -hmm. And not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Mm -hmm. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Mm -hmm. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, mm -hmm. is a liar, mm -hmm. and the truth is not in him. Mm -hmm. But whoso keepeth his word, mm -hmm. in him verily is the love of Yah perfected. Mm -hmm. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him, ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Mm, stop right there. So we have an advocate, and our advocate happens to be this Melchizedek, who is of the new priesthood in heaven, the king of righteousness. Um, so there are books with our name on it. There was a song I used to listen to. I don't say the group name, but they had a track. I got, got a bullet with your name on, you know, because when you were, if you were 80s baby, you come up in the 90s, you know, the rap was hard. You're fighting and shooting, you know. If I got my Air Force Ones on, don't you scuff up my shoes, we're gonna get to fighting, okay? And, and the group had, you know, I got a bullet with your name on it. There's books with our name on. It. Books with your name on. It. They're just, you know. In the heavens, and uh, unique time we're in. In Hebrews 12 and 23, it says, "To the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written, which are written, which are written in heaven." To the general, jot that down. So you can go back and study for yourself. To the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. And to Elohim, the judge of all. 
I got you. That judge, who's the lawgiver, who's the king, who can save, that, him, to general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven. Let's turn to Psalm 69. Gonna go kind of quick here. We're at the end. Psalm 69:27. Add iniquity unto their iniquity, and let them not come into thy righteousness. Let them be blotted out. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living. Book of the living. Book of the living. Book of the living. And not be written. Written. Written with the righteous. But I am poor and sorrowful. Let thy salvation. Let thy salvation. Right here on the screen. Let thy salvation. O Elohim set me up on high. So see, we're still in this repented state. Because it ain't, it ain't over. It's not over. Look, Big Worm was like, look, if I don't get my money, by 10 o'clock tonight, Smokey, I'm killing you and him. And then here they come. Well, what about him? He way more harder than Big Worm. Or Big Worm. He, he go way more harder. Folks fear the dope man more than we fear Yahshua. People fear the dope man more than that. So David said, let them be blotted out of the book of the living and not be written with the righteous. Psalms 149. Bless somebody. They're strong. They try to hold it. They try to hold that sneeze. Go on, go on, go on, let it out. Psalms 149, verse 7. To execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon them the judgment written. Judgment written. Judgment written. This honor have all his saints. Praise ye Yahuwah. I'm not making this stuff up. Skip one. Isaiah 49 up here on the screen for you. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Brother, give me uh, Yochanan, John 10. Uh, 26-30 But ye believe not because ye are not of my sheep uh -huh. as I said unto you my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me mm -hmm. And I give unto them eternal life, mm -hmm. and they shall never perish. Mm -hmm. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Pluck them where? Out of my hand. Uh huh. My Father which gave them me is greater than them all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. Whose hand? My Father's hand. Mm. 
I and my father are one. You're, you're what? One. Mm. So, uh, behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me, Isaiah 49, 16. In Luke 10 and 20, notwithstanding in this rejoice, not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written where? In heaven. It's in your book now. I don't care if it's an old time. Well, I don't care where we at. It's in your book. We're in a time period where we are still waiting for the fulfillment of Mashiach. We're still waiting. That's why I said on the seventh month, right, when the season comes to an end, what he said, the end of the year, actually. End of something, beginning of something else. The end of ceremonial, the beginning of the civil. Because remember, it's the first of months for you. Because y'all folks been in bondage, you've been in darkness, and the first thing you need to do is learn how to worship me. So I can't, you can't start you off with some kind of government and this, no, 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 no. Just learn how to worship me first. Ephesians uh, 2 and 8, I got up here for you. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when he, we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Mashiach. By grace you are saved. By grace you are saved. He hath raised us up together and made us all sit together in heavenly places with Mashiach Yahshua, that in the ages to come, ages to come, ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Mashiach Yahshua, for by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of Elohim. There will be a certain age that will come. He will establish something. Okay? And in the meantime, there are meetings and councils in heaven with your name on it, and there are certain times of the year where the books are open with our names on it. Judgment has to be made, and we're in the judgment season right now. You're in the judgment season right now. That's why he established this atonement to cover, what, the sins of the people. Let's look at Ephesians uh, 3. Like I said, some of these y'all are just going to have to write down and go back to know some of this is new, some of this is heavy, but just it is what it is. Ephesians 3 and 3, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when you read ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Mashiach, which in other ages, in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto the holy apostles and prophets by the Ruach. By the Ruach. But let me get our last, uh, let me get First Peter uh, 3 through 13. Is he that will harm you if ye be followers of that which is good? I messed you up. It's first Peter, first chapter. Okay. 
third verse. My bad, brother. All right. Glad I ain't paying y'all. I'll pay y'all. I'll be paying all kind of extra taxes, <laughs> all kind of fines and stuff. Go ahead, brother. Blessed be the Elohim and father of Mashiach Yeshua, uh, of Adonai Mashiach Yeshua, mm -hmm. which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Yeshua Mashiach from the dead. Mm-hmm. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that faith is not away, reserved in heaven for you. Reserved where? In heaven for you, who are kept by the power of Yah through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Revealed when? The la in the last time. Okay. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, mm -hmm. that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Yeshua Mashiach. At the what? At the appearing of Yeshua Mashiach. Mm. Mm. Whom having not seen, ye love, and whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. The what? Salvation of your souls. Mm. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. The prophets did what? Prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. And they searched. They didn't, they didn't understand it. They didn't understand it. Mm. Verse 11. Go ahead, brother. Searching what, oh what manner of time the spirit of Mashiach, which was in them, did signify, when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Mashiach and the glory that should follow, unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven. Sent down from where? From heaven. Okay. Which things the angels desire to look into. Which things what? Desire to look into. So the angels is like, what in the world is going on? Go ahead. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Do what? Gird up the loins of your mind. So this is so serious. The writers like, look, man, you got to get your mind together mm -hmm. for what's coming. You've got to get your mind together for what's coming. Go ahead. Be sober and be sober. Mm -hmm. Be sober. Go ahead. And hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Yeshua Mashiach. At the what? At the revelation of Yeshua Mashiach. So you gotta have your mind together. You gotta be sober. You gotta be girded up. You gotta be strapped up in your armor. Cause it's not gonna be what we think at the establishment. It's not gonna be what we think. Thank you, brother. Um, I'll read 14. Uh, and as body and children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance, but as which he hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Last for today, uh, Proverbs 33 and 4. I neither learn wisdom nor have the knowledge of the, ho of the holy. Who hath ascended up into heaven, or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? 
who hath established all the ends of the earth, what is his name? And what is his son's name, if thou can tell? Um, so as we have celebrated Teruah, and we're in the middle of from Teruah to Atonement, um, this unique time, um, we're not done in our repenting and self-evaluation. We're not out the woods yet. Um, there still has to be the uh, kafar, the atonement, the covering. And um, we are the people that have the joy and awesome fear of what is to come. There has to be a civil establishment. Um, many people will fall. Many people will be deceived. I'm, not, I'm just saying what the book says. That many will be deceived. And it will be terrifying. It will be the terrible and dreadful day of Yahuwah. And uh, we live in an era where if we don't, our children will. And if not our children, then their children. But it will, as we talk about with the, with the book of Tobit, it will, that, word, like that word of Jonah did come to pass. And uh, we're in the same boat except him establishing his government. And um, so when we get to this time of season, uh, where we're in this seventh month, it's a special time. Uh, when we get out of Sukkot, we'll kind of look at, I'll save it. But when we get out of Sukkot, we'll talk about the eighth month and where we are. Um, but it's a special time, a unique time. We, we still have to keep praying. Um, it's so serious, y'all want you to, y'all said, whole nation, everybody fast. That's how serious it is. Everybody fast. No wallet, no food, no nothing. Um, afflict, your, afflict your souls. Um, so the time in between, we have to be very cognizant of uh, where we are, uh, getting ourselves together uh, and our families. So we have to take care of ourselves first. If we're like that, being that priest, um, to pray for our families and to plead, to plead for them. I think David talked about begging for mercy. So we are in this last 10 days, we're to be doing what? Begging for mercy. Um, but that's kind of, you know, it was that song, uh, you know, uh, I guess it was, ain't too proud to beg, so never mind. Um, so we can't be too proud to beg. So we're going to have to beg. This is always way over our head. We have a high priest in heaven, um, advocate to the Father. Uh, but time goes on, show goes on, and we're in a very unique time, right? Because we have to come face to face with the Son of Man at some point in time. Um, but that being said, our uh, Bible study information on Zoom. Um, no Bible study this upcoming week, right? Okay, yeah, that was announced. I was paying attention. Um, uh, prayer line, all the number and stuff's on there. And uh, just Todai Yah B'Shem Yahshua. And for the word, for inspiration, for... Um, Wanting us to get to where we where we got to get to now, um, it's it's crunching time. Okay, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Zoom, YouTube, and I think live stream at some point. Um, with that being said, just peace and shalom to everybody. Everybody, hang in there. Uh, before we get to rejoice and go through our Sukkot and Tabernacles, you no, know, we we have to get through this time, and we have to get through the covering process, um, and we have to beg that we are in the right standing with Yah while those doors are open because um, the doors are open but we got to make sure we're petitioning the right thing
Um, not not the time to ask for a new, you know, whatever. But uh, being in a good standing with Yah and his will being accomplished. So with that being said, peace and shalom. Um, it's a wrap. Sometimes it ain't, ain't nothing says it. It's over. OV. Hallelujah. So just some things that we got to... Um, that's the depthness of the word. That's what I said. I hope, hope you took the, the verses. Uh, you know, go back, look at those verses. Um, you have to just go back and just look at them. Um, a lot of verses, a lot of information, but, you know, it's, it's just where we are. <laughs> just ain't nothing to say. It's where we are, and it's who we've, who we've uh, attached ourselves to. And... Um, We'll grab our sheets, we'll do our Eastern prayer. Um.